Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Fine wine is the best kept secret in investing. VinoVest is changing that. With the stock market being so volatile, it's good to start diversifying. Do you want to learn why wine investing with VinoVest not only delivers delight, but also consistent returns that have outspaced the stock market? Just give me a minute and I will explain everything. First of all, some of you might be thinking, um, I'm not old enough to drink, like this is not for me. Well, actually, you can still invest with VinoVest even if you're not old enough to drink. Did you know that wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market and has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns? Equipped with a team of world-class sommeliers who evaluate wine and determine which ones will gain value over time, VinoVest is the easiest way to acquire new investments. Go to zin.ai slash to rise to receive two months of fee-free investing. Start investing with VinoVest today. This podcast is a Vasilis Scarlys production. Hello, everyone. I'm Kennedy. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemaker Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. In today's episode, we meet with Thomas Bisbele, the co-founder of the Puzzle Planet app, to talk about Puzzle Planet and how your individual actions can make a huge impact. Welcome to the show. So nice to meet you. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you for having me on. Excited to, to discuss this. I'm so excited to have you. You know, before we start um, any podcast, I always just like to ask, like, can you tell me about yourself and kind of how you got started with Puzzle Planet? Ooh, how long time ago? Well, uh, originally I was a uh, I, I, I started my career as a, as a sociologist, actually, and a researcher, and that was kind of my career path for a long time. And eventually, I ended up doing starting a PhD nearly ten years ago around like social entrepreneurship and measurement of social impact. Uh, but uh, yeah, a couple of months into that program, I I. Yeah, I got fed up with the kind of like the, the I thought I was going to be a researcher, right? But yeah, uh, so it didn't really click. Uh, and then I ventured out. And since then, I've been working in management consulting and in the startup world, building different projects, um, working also with like uh, innovative finance or social finance. So how you finance uh, projects for good or sustainability. So that's been kind of my... Um, yeah, my my angle working with uh, Puzzle Planet. How did you get started with Puzzle Planet, and how did the pandemic impact the foundation of this company? Yeah, we started this company, the journey on this company, two years ago when I met my co-founder Johanna in Copenhagen. Uh, she's originally from Australia and came out of a with a, a career in wind energy. Uh, so I'm a sociologist, and she was as aerospace engineer turned. Uh, turn software engineer so <laughs> kind of that uh, that's that's our journey and we started building this company together in Copenhagen 
but Joe went back to Australia. Uh, let me see in the yeah, March 2020 when something happened to in the world, right? Uh, and she's actually been 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 located there since then. So we've been for the past yeah nearly uh, yeah nearly two years we've been building this company fully remote. And right now we are a team that are is dispersed in Australia, you know, in Spain, in, in Denmark, where I'm sitting, but also we have people coming in and in our guild, which is a new way we started working, uh, yeah, from in China, uh, basically uh, on all continents uh, right now. So you were building a social impact app called Impactor. What was the original idea and why did you change the app to what is Puzzle Planet today? Puzzle Planet is a pivot. Last year we were working on another, and that's kind of where I think we met, like, or you, you contact us in the first instance was we were building a, a, social, a short form social app called uh, Impactor, um, built for like a community for sustainability. But I would say last summer, something uh, like you said, we talked about in uh, before we started, like uh, NFTs, uh, crypto hit, uh, kind of uh, kind of landed or, or hit our our, our project back then uh, like a meteorite, and we we decided to pivot uh, five months ago into what is now called Puzzle Planet. That's awesome. Um, and I kind of, I mean, you you brought up Impactor, and I kind of wanted to just touch on that because. Um, like it was the original like project that was before puzzle planet and i guess it you know it kind of failed would you say no not at all actually we were about like three weeks uh, um, we were ready to launch uh, we ran mm-hmm. a really successful private beta which uh, we had like a, a, a private beta testing. So we had beta users, we had users for five months and uh, actually we had to, uh, which is really important for a consumer app, we have really high retention. So like over 45% yeah. of the users, they came back on a 30 day basis, which is kind of, yeah, it's it's really good. So actually it wasn't because it, it was a fail, uh, it failed as such, it was more that the mechanics of, we had this idea, like I said, we were hit by crypto. So what we built was a short form video, kind of like, our kind of how we built it was kind of like uh, been looking at okay what's happening like on Instagram what's happening with TikTok and okay taking some of these elements and then combining it with more like elements of Fitbit so there was a lot, lot of indicators mm-hmm. and like you can see your progress and also the shows of graph was what it was a bit different so there was also a leaderboard so we had this point system in kind of like the the idea of the app so it wasn't just about being a social feed where we're scrolling and looking at people content but it's also kind of like the competitiveness or the competition or the game design was that it was about influencing people. So you got awarded or you got points from setting up a video, a video challenge where you, you and people started copying you. And that's kind of like the whole, I would say, the basis of what we're building is this this uh, diff- social diffusion mechanism. While I was reading your CV, I saw that you are a sociologist. And I was like curious, like, how is your background in sociology connects with the app's ventures? So my, so my, this now as a startup founder, you do anything, but I would say my forte or where my ankle is, this is kind of like a design thinking and in that uh, my background in sociology. And that's kind of like, uh, we will go into this, but that's kind of what we are building our platforms build around these kind of like motivational triggers and uh, behavioral change. So that's kind of uh, where some, some of my background comes into play, uh, I would say for the most part. All right, so recently, I don't know about you guys, but I just keep hearing the word like NFT going around. Like, can you give us a basic rundown of NFTs? 
Oh, yeah, this, this is a really good. Uh, I'm trying. I will try to make it as short as possible, right? So, so NFT stands for for non-fungible token, and something that is fungible is is something that can be changed to an equivalent like equivalent uh, item, right? So you can say uh, five US a US dollar uh, bill. Uh, you can exchange that with another five US dollar exchange bill, and that's a that's a fungible token. That's kind of like uh, when you say a cryptocurrency, like a Bitcoin. You, you, I'll give you one Bitcoin and then it's one Bitcoin. So it's kind of the same. It is, there's a set amount of it, uh, but it's still kind of just the same, represents the same kind of uh, value unit, right? But then a non-fungible token would be that one of kind of like one of these $5 bills, uh, Banksy, uh, he draws it, uh, draws a kind of a, a sketch on it, right? And then you have a $5 bill with a Banksy drawing on it or Andy Warhol, not though yeah, he's dead, but <laughs> you can picture some some artists, they will make this unique and then you have a non-fungible token. So that's kind of what a non-fungible token is. It is kind of like this protocol, uh, a, a database that is stored on the blockchain, but it's one of one, so it's unique. So somewhere on, on, on the blockchain, there's different blockchains, but let's say it's on Ethereum, then there, there will be a kind of a store of data that's kind of immovable you can't change it and that will represent kind of like they they this nft and this nft can, could can, can store any data right so it so what we've seen so far is a lot of like these profile pics and like artwork and also music files but and and also in-game kind of like uh, skins and games of people and also think i think also plots of land inside a lot of like these uh, these play to earn games and but in in reality, and what's really exciting, what really excites me about it, is also like using it outside, right? So it could be actually become kind of store like a, a proof of ownership for I don't know a a a, a part of a this apartment, right? This, instead of a, having a, a normal contract there on a piece of paper, it, it could be an NFT, right? I'm curious to learn what's the use of cryptos in today's world. Do you have any interesting examples of applications of their use? We also saw that these are the opportunities in the crypto space uh, were really, uh, you know, some some might know it, but <clears throat> I think one thing why crypto has been like, uh, has had kind of like a breakthrough last, last summer or something like that was because of the NFTs, of course, around the, like the profile pictures and all kind of those utilities, but also, and I think a lot of, especially young people can resonate like the gaming world. So a lot of games started to come on online where you had like, especially a game called Axie Infinity, uh, Infinity that kind of introduced this business model of play to earn. So you had, a, you had, a, you had actually have now have gaming platforms where you are earning based on your activity, uh, based on, and then based on a cryptocurrency or token token economy. And uh, I remember one morning I, I received a letter from an investor we were talking to at that point. And he wrote a blog, um, they wrote, wrote a blog where they said, uh, people in, in the Philippines are surviving the pan- pandemic by playing this game. Do you think influence is playing a dominant role in social media? Um, if you do, like how can we use it properly to bring awareness and social impact for good? I think my first thought was, okay, this is a game with a social impact. And since I've, I've been in this space, that's kind of impact the space, then it was really interesting, right? And then I, I started reading it. I was just like this play to earn and how actually people were rewarded for their activity. And yeah, playing this game, that was like kind of like a Pokemon game uh, and, and, and earning a living. And I just thought it was incredible and interesting because we've been like, 
not fighting, but kind of figuring out what the business model are. The, the original business model and impact was kind of like the, the, kind of what you see on all social media is kind of like this ad with a business model where you kind of farm attention from the users, right? And then you try to chuck in some some ads, <laughs> either by organically by influencers doing it or, create, or creators as they call it now, but influencers basically uh, plugging product or it's like these ads that come in automatically generate, right? So that was also kind of what we were figuring out. We had a marketplace or sustainability because that was kind of our niche, this is sustainability content. It's true that sometimes we, the people, think that the social media have so many ads and then instead of being with users, sometimes we feel like being the product of them and like the clients are the companies that they are paying for the ads. But the Postal Planet has a different perspective on this. So how does the Postal Planet app go against the idea that users are the product of social networks? Everybody is getting tired of the ad model, and we are we are getting more and more tired of the of, of being the product in some of these social networks. What it, they are basically are they, are they are free, but we pay with our attention, right? And I think that is also where what are some of the feedback and some of the interest we got from some of our early adapters. Well, like, okay, you're building a new social network. This sounds interesting. One because it it was around sustainability, but also the abilities to to stop 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 feeding us ads or something like that. So we had this kind of like this tension in our business model and then this token model came up and just seemed like kind of an interesting area. And we had some downtime during the summer where we were finalizing the impact app, getting it ready to launch. And then we just, okay, maybe we should introduce a, 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 a token, like make that part of our game. This impact turn came lingering in my, Johanna, my, our, my brain. And we we're just like, hey, how can we do this? And we just like, maybe we'll just launch the app and then then put a token inside it. We, we needed a payment system. Anyway, we were paying, actually paying creators for the activity based on the, on the leaderboard or on this leaderboard or on the in-game or in-app activity. Anyways, we, we tried to, uh, we talked to some people that were kind of like, um, like more, uh, way more experienced in like crypto and building and what's called Web three, and they were just like, yeah, you can you can put a token inside your gate, your existing app, but there's difference between NFTs and like uh, token fungible tokens, which is like a currency, right? Like Bitcoin or yeah, anything, right? Yeah. So it's like oh, okay, so we actually, like I said, three weeks before launching, we actually took the really tough decision to pull the plug on Impactor and then start from scratch because we just see this opportunity of crypto and Web3 as a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity really. So what we did is actually instead of, of launching a platform and then attaching a token, we are doing it the opposite round. We are launching a token and building a platform on top of that. So you keep using the word social movement, like what is it all about? So, so kind of like kind of like our our tagline right now is the only digital world uh, built by taking action in the real world. So this kind of like uh, kind of a metaverse. <laughs> we already hate that word, but it's been captured. But anyway, it is kind of like how can we, it is, the main function is it is is a digital space when uh, you build out by by taking action in the real world. So it's still and the say the mission stayed the same. It's about uh, it's about it's a platform and a community. Uh, uh, centered around uh, uh, like uh, sustainable content, people sharing uh, lifestyle hack things around sustainability by by short video. But I would say it has become more hybrid between a social and a game, a mobile game. It is kind of like the the journey where you start doing something that looks small, and then you start, and it gets more and more complex. So you might start out with just like okay, remember your water bottle or. 
take a join a challenge where you take a, you put on Spotify and listen to it and take a shower for three minutes uh, on a playlist where all the songs three minutes because then you save the water and that will then add up because then you will start doing other stuff and what we actually saw in the impact app which is super interesting that that people that came into the app they were just like oh I I don't really do a lot of sustainable stuff but then they started okay I can do this I can do that I'm doing this already I, well I'm, I'm doing this all the day and that's kind of like becomes this positive feedback loop where you actually it seems daunting and it seems really hard and it, uh, we, we, we basically all of us need to do a lot of uh, is uh, also depending on where you live on earth right but a lot of us has to change a lot of our like what we are, we've been accustomed to and actually also what is deemed as fashionable in, and and like aspirational in in our current society and so, so we're up against some like behavior is is just one of the hardest things to change right but but it, it is it is actually possible, and especially if you're motivated in a social setting. Last question: What is the gameplay and the storyline inside your app? So what the gameplay is that each planet in our in a universe. So instead of you arriving in a normal video feed where you start scrolling videos, you arrive in a uh, in a like a astronaut view of the Earth, right? So it's kind of like a 3D modeled <laughs> uh, animated world. And then you can zoom in on that, and then it comes resemblance like a like a, a smart map or a Snapchat map, right? So you can see videos are like attached to different places on Earth, and the whole thing is that then you can join these videos that you as you could in the Impact app. You join a channel, you add your video, and once a set amount of people have added videos to this, this chain, then it will spawn up and become a planet. So it will become, let's say, you set up a a challenge around uh, let's let's uh, eat vegan uh, meals right or cook vegan uh, and then, then then it becomes the cook vegan planet and once all the land on this planet is is filled with with puzzles or videos of people doing or replicating that action uh, let's say bring your water bottle go to a climate demonstration uh, show some kind of act of kindness to your neighbor or something like that like good deeds right then it will get completed and minted as an NFT, and then that part of the game, like that mission, uh, or that you can say, yeah, you, that level <laughs> is done, and then 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 it, then it's completed and comes an NFT. And the thing is that all the participants in building this NFT will then own this uh, this NFT. All right. So how are people rewarded? People are you are rewarded by ownership of these NFTs, but you're also rewarded with post the post token. Uh, for adding your your content right so that's kind of like rewarded but at the same time people can also stake or they can pledge uh, our post token to incentivize uh, people taking action or competing so if i'm i want to have i'm i'm i've earned some posts doing some other completing another planet then then maybe i want to see a lot of people do I don't know something I care about. Of course, I care about, it. and then I can pledge my pass, and then it will be dispersed to the people that complete complete the uh, complete the planet. But I re- I was reading your website, and like you kind of talked about the rippling effect, and I just wanted to make sure that we touched on that because um, we often feel so powerless as individuals in this fight for sustainability or like anything, like any major issue. It's because like. We always tell ourselves, oh, "I'm one person. I can't do anything." But you know, the rippling effect. I don't know if you want to explain that a little bit, but yeah. So, uh, I, I, we totally acknowledge that we are in the systems, right? And it's not up to me as a consumer to do something about the energy system, but I can do my part. And 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 the rippling effect is based on kind of like the like this idea about tipping point. 
So the basic idea is that every movement, it actually starts somewhere, right? There's somebody that took an action. Like if you go back to the civil rights movement in, in, in the US, right? It started by a woman actually doing something like changing behavior in a bus, right? Going up against like what what's deemed to say, this is the behavior you have, this is how you have to, have, have to act. And that kind of like started at, like a tipping point, a whole wave of, of, of new behavior, right? So that's the basic idea. And kind of like if enough people rally around something, then we start to change, then we'll create this social change. That's all for today's episode. Post Planet is an amazing initiative that focuses on individual actions to create a change. And we think you should check it out. You can find all the information at postalplanet.com and you can also follow them on Twitter at postalplanet. Everything will be linked in the description below. But we would like to thank Thomas for sharing their initiative up with us today. Until next time, start making sustainable changes and keep changing the world. Bye! Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure to leave us a review. If you want more Changemakers content, you can follow us on Instagram at Gen Zers to Rise and on Facebook at Changemaker Z. Please.